to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, our very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 17. Chris, cracky, it's going quick. Now, where would you like to start today? (laughs) Well, Dave, I have breaking news, Dave. The newly announced uh, merchandise for the CD Reality Cast, Dave, has a total of Zero sales day, unfortunately. <laughs> so, zero growth. Yes, literally zero growth. <laughs> so unfortunately, guys, they have not taken off as I expected, but there is plenty of time yet. Anyway, back to the show, David. So we get the recoupling, don't we? And the guys have got all the power. And it, it sort of goes to plan until we get to Aaron. And Aaron picks Lana. Now, Obviously, Aaron's fully aware of the situation with Ron and Lana. We know Ron has been just using her as backup if he needs it. You know, absolutely playing the game. We know that she's been upset. And like you said in the previous episode, I think she's just going to accept it, whatever we think, even though she's like, she spoke to him very well and laid it on the line. It's still there. She's only interested in him. And I just found that really strange. I couldn't work out whether Aaron was trying to show her. And his speech was nice. Like, you're wasting your time with Ron. Like a bit of a... I'm your guy, which we know he obviously isn't. But I don't know, what did you think of that day? Because it was a very strange recoupling, that. I liked how it threw the cat amongst the pigeons. Oh, yeah. You know, it it made other people rethink who they might have picked. But it's like, come on, who else is Aaron going to pick? Who else he fucking spoke to? Is he going to pick Tanyelle? (laughs) 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 Fucking despises him with a passion. He, He could only pick Lana. I think. And that, you know, that because of the order, these producers, Chris, they know what they're doing, don't they? Because of the order, you know, they, they know if Ron was going first, he'd possibly edge his bets. You know, he'd probably play it safe and pick Lana while still exploring things with Sammy. But no, Aaron going, and, and he's only going to pick Lana. And, but then that set off a, a sort of little bit of a chain, didn't it? I'd say, though, Chris, I mean, it, it get. There were a few unexpected things, like Ron picking Tanyelle. I, I didn't necessarily see that one come in. But, um, you know, before that, Kai had picked Sammy, hadn't he? So he'd taken Sammy off the board, so Ron couldn't pick Sammy. So, again, who, who's he going to pick? Um, but th- I think the predictions were right, weren't they? You know, Zara, at the end, you know, she suffered a bit because she's got no allies in the villa at all. And so it got down to it. I think... Tom's speech was a, a little bit, like, you know, it's a bit vague. I'm sure they do this yeah. on purpose. They work with the producers to, to say, right, let's, let's make this uh, sound like it could be either person. And then, you know, he chose Ellie, which, you know, ultimately, when you step back from it, was no surprise, was it? Given especially how Zara tore some strips on him and, and forced him to go off and sulk and throw his pink jacket on the floor so yeah no no massive surprises for me but i do like how it's mixed things up a bit yeah and and it's interesting dave as well is kai picking sammy what i mean she's not interested in him at all you know she'd literally give him the fob off when kai was like well i had to go in my heart and she's like well i've not really spoken to anyone else and she said to the girls didn't you like you don't make me laugh you know as as 
human beings, right? We're, we're quite optimistic, aren't we? we? We might not think about it, but but we are quite optimistic. I think we always expect things to improve. We always expect things get better. The the only people who don't, people who have genuine, actual medical depression, and they they're just cynical. They see the world as it is, and uh, but. Sammy, you know, took it to a new level. She's like, yeah, I've yet to see uh, Kai's fun and flirty side. (laughs) That is optimism. Chris, that beats you and uh, with your bet for Man United to win the league. (laughs) Honestly, I think Sammy might have just pipped you there to think that Kai has one of those things, one of those sides. So, yeah, Chris, there's nothing going to happen with that. Kai is a beautiful beautiful looking man boring as fuck though and i can't imagine uh, you know him actually finding a genuine connection in there no i can't and and as you mentioned ron picking Tanyel and even kai and everyone else is like there's a connection there and and you can see there is i mean it was you know i mean poor lana you know Tanyel didn't mean she's like oh there's no one better i'd love to sleep with tonight be in the bed with i was like and it, it's just it's a bit like, weird oh, that, wouldn't it? It was like yeah, it's like, it like she was having a dig at Lana or or something. But what was even stranger, Dave, was fucking Ron's dialogue. Now we've we've you know had a go at him the way he speaks to Lana. I just think it's him in general. Tanyelle obviously likes him, and I think it's one of them where she, she I think she sees him more. You know, if there's a chance, she would probably try and explore it, see where it goes. With Ron, he went. Oh, I'm so glad I'm sharing a room with you. But obviously, these other people are really want to share the bed with. And you can see her go, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, mate, read the room. Your words have just been so cutting at times. Like, who's your eye on now, Sam? Sammy's with your mate Kai. You've already discussed it with Kai about your game plans not working, both of you later in the episode. I was like, <laughs> I don't get it. He's, he's, I mean, I did feel for Tanya, because I think she's all right, Tanya. I think she's nice. And I was like, what is he going on about? I have no idea. I mean, I, I just assumed initially when he said her name, I thought, okay, well, this is a, a friendship thing. You know, they'd probably get on okay. Maybe if I watched Unseen Bits, I'd see more of that, but I don't really recall seeing anything in particular. Um, but yeah, it all started with that weird comment about, oh, I can't wait to share a bed with you. And it's like, huh? Where did that come from? It just seemed <laughs> unnecessary as well. It's like, you know, it, it was obviously... It was a recoupling that mixed things up a bit. And so, you know, emotions are, are tending to be a bit high. So I don't know. She didn't really know what to say. And so she just said that. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't think there's anything there other than like a, a friendship. But, of course, let's see. Yeah, let's see. Indeed, you're right, Dave. And I think, obviously, we got the new bombshells as well, didn't we? You know, so it, it was like. Can I just cut across you there? Sorry, Chris. What I loved, you know, we do love office callbacks. And when Zara, you know, because Zara becomes everyone's best mate when she's voted off and yeah. like, everyone's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry you're going, fucking bitch. You know, it, it all is yeah. so two-faced, aren't they? But, but when she's going around the room, she's like, you found a genuine connection. You found a genuine connection. <laughs> you know the office scene that I'm thinking yeah, about, don't yeah. you? Yeah, on the jobs. Yeah, on the jobs. Where he's like, you've, you're not going to lose your job. You're not going to lose your job. Gets to Malcolm. You know, next person. You're not going to lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. It could be not be more office how, how she did that, but 
Yeah, unfortunately, like I say, it's been coming for about a week, that. I think so. Um, so roll on to the new bombshells. So sorry, Chris, that's yeah. where I cut you off. No, no, it's okay. But Dave, what did you think? We had a, the first time we've seen the L word used in this series, Dave. You know, and oh, it wasn't Shaq the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. again, you know, he, and we've got a great email from the rain day going completely the opposite of what we think of Shaq. So I can't wait to read that out. But yeah, he, he said he loved the she said the same, Dave. And you know, early contenders to win the show. I think they've not really put a foot wrong and I know it was a little bit of something late but what did you think of all that I mean I yeah I haven't read the email never do you're, you're the email chap um <laughs> but I do think the the, the uh, yeah <laughs> I do think there's a there's a split isn't there yeah I'm buying it hook line and sinker Chris you know because we're ultimately quite cynical about this whole show we'll swing from oh it's all fucking made up it's all towy everything's set up but deep down we really want to believe it as well so if we didn't have Shaq and Tanyelle we'd have the square root of fuck all you know you could say Will and Jesse but in my heart of hearts I'm still not really buying that yet I'm getting closer to it but I'm still not really buying it so if they're playing a game they're doing fucking well and the rest of them aren't reading the fucking rule book and are not doing very well so they might be playing us completely but you know i i personally think he's he's rolled it out maybe a little too early but even in that first week i think shack has has been running at a, at a pace that is a bit quicker than most people normally do at love island doesn't he he has to be fair and i thought you know what dave i'm gonna say about the, the letters I want to talk about the situation with Shaq and Ron, actually, but I want to read this letter, Dave, because I think this letter, we're not in the 1950s, David. You know, it's, it's come, it's come, it's come via a raven this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so this one's from Lorraine, and it says, Shaq, shite. Hi, Chris and Dave. This will probably be an unpopular opinion, but my jaded cold heart is calling out Shaq for announcing to Tanya after two weeks that he's in love with her. Bullshit. He's playing the Love Island audience with his heroic calling out the guys for their bad behaviour, but I'm not buying it. He knows the Love Island format. He knows that getting with a popular girl, professing his love for her early on and calling out bad behaviour is going to win over the audience. His eyes are on the prize. He knows all he has to do is hang in there playing nice until the end, win the money and fulfil his three-month contractual obligation as a couple, and then they will split, releasing a statement, saying they respect each other, blah, blah, blah. I will hold my hands up if I'm wrong, but at this stage, I call bullshit. Take that, reality radar. Now, you've gone a bit far there, Lorraine. There's no need to have a go at yes, the radar from your, from your jaded, cold-hearted number one fan, Lorraine. So what do you think of that, David? I have seen some dialogue like that online about Shaq, you know, calling him out, saying he, they think he's playing a really, really good game. I don't, I've, I've gone with it, thinking he's a good guy, to be honest. Well, Chris, I, I think because of our own cold, jaded hearts, <laughs> yeah. which occasionally flicker into life, you know, grow three, three sizes maybe at some point, you know, Grinch style. But, I, you know, I can only assume that a big portion of our listeners <laughs> reflect our own cynicism. <laughs> so so never apologize for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Now, I've got a voicemail from Joe later, and she does... Uh, I, I know some, these are young... People, these are people yeah. who not that long ago were genuine kids. You know, think about it. Pre like COVID and everything, these have been in school half of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we have to remember now, Chris. 
if you're in a holiday romance, it's it's a, it's almost like different rules, isn't it? You know, and and time moves at a different rate. I think so. Again, it's you have to cast your mind far back, but you know, I think feelings on a holiday romance do get stronger quicker. Other than if you're in real life, <laughs> you know, and yeah. you, you're you're moving at a slower pace, especially when you get older, you've got work and you know bills and all that shit to to worry about. So I don't know. I I'm taking it on face value, but I can. I'm not going to be shocked if it comes out, you know, at, at the end and Shaq's like, ha I'm going to take the full 50 grand. I fooled you all. <laughs> you know? so, well, maybe I would be a little bit shocked by that. So I, I can see the theory, but when you look at the context of how young everyone is in there, I don't know. That, that's what leads me personally to, to buy it a bit more, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And but now that Lorraine said it, Mr. Reality Radar is being actually called out, Dave. So I have to get my investigation fucking eye on this now. I'm gonna be watching every move of Shaq nowadays because I've took it as he's the good guy of the, this whole bloody debacle. But I think I think as well, the reason that I think she sent this email is because ultimately he has a pop at Ron again, doesn't he? Now it's quite interesting because some of the other guys he hasn't had a pop-up. He's not had a pop at Kai because his behaviour's been pretty shitty as well. Uh, Tom, fucking hell. I mean, you never go at Tom, to be fair. He did actually. I'll, I'll take that back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. He did, he did, to be fair. So maybe I'm wrong there. But it, it's interesting what Shaq does. He holds him accountable. And he said, like, you know, I'm just, I, I don't understand what you're doing. He has to go at him. Ron sort of was like a little kid in the end. Like, he'd been told off by his dad or something. He's very good when he does that. But that might get quickly very very boring Dave even though us watching it being the cynics that we are I think you know good on you we've actually got a guy in there with morals with understanding of what's going on he'll call him out he said about proper friends the audience don't always see it like that Dave we've done that sometimes but I, I'm still team Shaq at this point definitely yeah, I mean, it is more interesting when we completely disagree, to be fair. But I think I'm, I'm on the same team. And because the, there isn't really... I'm not aware of a, a precedent for this, especially the last few seasons. Whenever we ever seen one of the boys call out, you know, not just one of the other boys, but a few of them for shitty behaviour, Normally, you know, it's all just part of the, uh, it seems to be part of the game, isn't it? Oh, you know, you kiss this other person. Oh, well, you just got to get your graft on. You know, you just got to do a bit of groveling. You know, and it's always like, it almost becomes the boys versus the girls. Shaq's doing something that I didn't, I haven't seen before. So it's not like, I, I, you can look at Ron and you can say, okay, he's doing the, he's doing the test thing. He's kind of like, he's gone in there. He wants a couple up early, but he's going to be tested. I thought he'd be Casa more, but it seems to be anyone who comes in. Uh, you know, but he'll be tested, but then he'll go back to Lana, and that'll be, be the whole love story. And then post Casa more, we'll do the boyfriend-girlfriend thing. We'll do the I love you and all that stuff. Or, or maybe in between that, you've got the, uh, you know, what is it? We're exclusive. That's another step in there. So Ron is going off trends that have been set by other people in previous seasons. Shaq is kind of making himself a bit unpopular with some of the boys. So again, it's a, it's a little bit precarious, but fucking all for it. You know, I, I feel like, I feel like he's doing it because he feels like it's the right fucking thing to say. 
you know, and like you said, you, you want mates that are going to call you out. You know, maybe Ron doesn't because he's not come to that realization in life yet. He's just sulking like a kid. But, you know, you need people to occasionally, if you, if you don't, if you slip into this shitty behavior or you're doing something and maybe you don't really understand what, what it is you've done or why it's negative, having someone like that call you out, I, th- I think is a good thing. So I, 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 I'm still in the place where I'm applauding him for it. No, I'm with you, Dave. I'm with you. Now, Dave, we've oh, so before I read the emails, we've got actually and the voicemail from Joe, the two new uh, Islanders as well, Dave. So we had Jordan and Casey, the uh, take and Lana and Tanyel out on dates. Dave, I quite like the fact that Lana has taken someone out, you know, and, and she said she really fancies a bit of Casey. You know, they're both good looking guys, which they were. Uh, Let's see where that goes, because they're obviously going to get a pick very soon, aren't they? I mean, the boys have just picked, so I don't know whether it's going to be another David scenario and one of them gets shafted off the island. Let's hope not. But it seems a bit weird. The lads have got the pick, and then we've brought two uh, male bombshells in. Yeah, I, I love this power swing in the episode. So, you know, the, the boys had had all the power, and, uh, you know, it's it swung, hasn't it? Two extra boys in. Chris, I have to say, I think for Lana, I think if I'd have walked in there, She'd have been like all smiles and, and fucking, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, this is great. You know, it didn't really matter, I think, that it was Casey. I think it, was, it just, it was someone who, all right, maybe not not me, but you know what I mean? It, it, it didn't have to be someone that was, you know, just what she was looking for. It was just someone who showed an interest in her. And so yeah. I, I think I think that was a good thing. She did seem genuinely happy about it, but she has been shit on. Shaq's absolutely right. I, I think... Ron does treat her like a comfort blanket. And it's just the the fucking gaslighting as well. It's like, no, you are my number one priority. No, keeping someone there while you go off and explore all the connections is kind of not the number one. It's always a close second. So, um, and again, we could say, okay, so it's Love Island, isn't it? You've got to explore all the connections. Yes, but don't tell someone, you know, you're you're completely into them and stuff. While you're exploring all the connections, that's that's the yeah. mistake, I think. So yeah, and then you know, um, oh, what's the other chap's name? You got Casey, and then the tall and Jordan. Jordan, I can't, make, I can't yeah. get that wrong, Dave. Jordan, yeah, 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 of course. So um, yeah, another good-looking bloke, smooth as anything. Um, so yeah, these boys are definitely going to um, turn some heads, I think, or they already have. <laughs> yeah, there we have. Now, Dave, we've had a couple of emails and Jason has come in and he's on, well, he's coming hot on these, Dave. So here we go. Hi, guys. I'm sorry, but I have to disagree regarding Tom. Like it was just a kiss, a kiss between two consenting adults. The only thing Tom did wrong was perhaps he may have been too slow to tell her that he wasn't interested in it. If I were him, I would have doubled down as well. He's on Love Island. He's not there to be everyone's friend. He's there for himself and no one else. He didn't know Olivia or Zara anything, so don't get all this uh, holier-than-thou attitude towards him. I mean, he lied to Shaq about the kiss because clearly Shaq is just playing a public relations game and trying to please everyone. The whole episode to me is just another example of this political threat where we live in where you can't do anything wrong and people just move on. There was a small lie and the whole villa made it look seem like World War Three had occurred. Anyways, I'm sort of surprised how people have been so mean towards him just because he's popular and didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So that's the first part of the email, Dave. So you want to respond to that before I uh, do the next bit? I appreciate Jason taking the time, but 
pretty much disagree with almost everything. I'm not saying I appreciate my, that, my opinion yeah. is right. I'm just saying that's my opinion. So yeah, no, I, I, and that's what I like as well. So you know, when we get these different opinions coming in, because that's it again. It's all relationships. It's not. It's not like you're doing maths. It's not like a, where there is a definite right answer and wrong answer. So um, interesting. Not how I see it, but you know, appreciate it. Yeah, and the next one, Dave's about Zara. So he said, just one additional note. Now, this is quite strong, everyone. So she's a despicable person, and her low blow regarding Tom's parents was so unnecessary. She was so aggressive and angry. I think it's because she knows deep down people in the villa don't like her very much at all. I hope, and I'm pretty certain, she'll be voted off in tonight's episode, which she was. Good riddance. I'm glad Tom held himself back, but if I had been in his shoes, I would have replied back to her in kind. But, of course, the double standards exist here where... Women can talk anything they want, but a moment a man says something back, it becomes threatening or problematic. It's just ridiculous. Tom is just a hot guy who enjoys, who's enjoying the attention and the field. I'm still not seeing a side from his behaviour with Ellie. How is he the villain? Well, I've got to say, Dave, I, Jason, you know, I know you always send emails in, mate, but I completely disagree with all of that email. But that's the whole point why we had the emails open. We don't know, like Dave said, we're not always right. We all see it from different perspectives and we're looking out for different things. We're all reality TV specialists in some respect. We watch all this sort of stuff, so we're, we see things in a different light. So I'm not going to call you out or anything on that, Jason. I totally respect that you've taken your time to email us in, mate, but I don't agree with you at this time on any of that. Yeah, and, and it wasn't just Shaq who Tom was lying to. He's lying to everyone. Yeah. And yeah. he's giving it the old... Oh, was you know what did she say? What did he say? Something about she came on to me or something like that. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know that was, that on, was bollocks. It, yeah, it's been disingenuous that. Yeah, and then the last one, Dave, is from Johnny. Hey, Chris and Dave, love the coverage of Love Island. Surprised by how much I'm enjoying it this year. I did previously think once a year was enough. You've also persuaded me to watch Mass Australia, and I'm so grateful. <sighs> <laughs> we have another Dave. I was just wondering if you'd ever considered live streaming your reaction to a Love Island episode. Not sure how it would work, but I would love to watch that. Thanks, Johnny. Well, Johnny, there's a reason we don't do that because obviously me and Dave are probably two of the best looking guys on the planet. We don't want to rule, ruin, rule. We don't want to ruin the ego of the contestants. And also, we probably won't be doing a podcast if we actually, you know, put, put what we really think on the live stream. So <laughs> it's sometimes better that we can edit some of these things. That's all I'll say. But no, thank you, Johnny. What a great idea as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, Chris, I did mention it. I alluded to it earlier that uh, we do have a voicemail from Joe as well. So let's listen to that one. Oh, my God. I don't even know where to start. I'm sending you this before Wednesday's episode. So um, everything could change tonight. Um, but i tell you what will happen. The girls will forgive the boys because they need to stay in the villa. I am equally as pissed off with the girls as I am with the boys. Let me let you into a little uh, Tom secret. If I was in my early to mid-twenties and a man like Tom told me he liked me, then went off and kissed someone else and then came back and told me he liked me and said sorry and looked at me with those eyes. Good God, I would just go, okay then, okay. <laughs> We've got to remember, and this is going to sound like a bloody patronising old auntie and I'm sorry, but we've got to remember how young these people are. 
Olivia is going to forgive him. Simple. It, it, that's going to happen. She's going to forgive him. They're going to get back together. <laughs> um, Zara is another one who's annoyed me because I liked her when she was came in the villa and she was like, uh, hang on, we've only been here two minutes. I thought, yeah, finally, somebody in a Love Island series is actually telling it how it is. And now she's acting as though she's been married for six months and she's been wronged. Fuck off, all of you. Do you know what pisses me off? <laughs> Sorry, I'm ranting. Do you know what pisses me off about the boys? Especially Tom is... Just fucking pretend you like someone for a few weeks and then go make some money and then dump them because that's the game. How hard is it? How hard is it, Ron, to pretend you like somebody for a while? Now I'm not saying that's the right moral thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. Looking at you, Shaq. It's the right thing to do to stay in the game pretend and then make an announcement on Instagram in two months time that it didn't quite work out. I don't buy Shaq and Tanya. I'm telling it how it is. And I don't think the reality radar has picked up on this, guys. I don't buy them. They pretended they liked each other from day one. And I don't believe they did. It's just that that's how it ended up. And they know the game. There is usually one or two OGs that make it to the final and we're the strongest and we are boyfriend and girlfriend now, all that bullshit. And I think, and no disrespect, whatever, you got to do what you got to do to get to the final, but I do not buy it from either of them. And Tanya, always zooming in on where the storyline is. Don't buy it, darling. Sorry about that. God, they're all annoying. Do you know who I want to win? Lana, just by herself. <laughs> Unless in tonight's episode she's taken Ron back, then kiss my ass. <laughs> should, should, should Joe be taking over the podcast? Are we, are we so. slipping? We've seen none of this again. What is going on? <laughs> I was thinking I, I'd love to have like a, a just a, a Joe's rant section. But that was <laughs> that was on top form. I mean, we, we were talk, talking about our cold, jaded hearts. But I tell you what, Chris, I know uh, obviously Joe is very happily married. If you for our new listeners, if you don't know, Joe's a, a regular uh, contributor and check out a podcast. Uh, I secretly recorded my boyfriend. It's so funny. Um, he does know now, by the way, but this this went back a couple of years. I think Tom might want to check his DMs, you know, <laughs> just saying <laughs> when he gets out there. <laughs> oh, Dave, what has happened? And why are people questioning the reality radar, Dave? You cannot question <laughs> what is always correct. You cannot do that. I'm not happy, Dave. Oh. <laughs> I should have to think. So, Dave, have you got anything else before we ride off into the sunset and question everything about this podcast? Nope, I, th- <laughs> I think that is it for today. Again, it's it's getting interesting without being massively explosive, I think. Uh, but again, still very much enjoying this this week in particular, I think. It is hotting up a bit, but I am expecting a little bit more as well. In fact, no, quite a bit more. But yeah, roll on for tomorrow night. Good work. Right, everyone, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast, please go to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast, and join up there. I think we're hitting about 430 people 
at the moment, and we're trying to get to 500 by the end of this series. So please, if you can, get your friends on there or whichever way you can. We do appreciate you guys. And thank you, as always, to Charlene for moderating the, the actual page on Facebook. So really good to you, Charlene. Thanks again. Uh, if you want to support us a bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Realitycast. So today's Roll Call of Honor is... Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lily Green, and Kent Stars. So thank you so much for all your support, guys. And uh, yeah, well, thanks as always, Dave, for that. Really had a good time, mate. And I'll see you next time. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>